This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, it's been another fantastic Premier League weekend. Really quite some spectacular football played. And the emergence of Erling Haaland as a great player was, I think, almost sealed yesterday. He scored 17 goals in his first 10 games in England. And yesterday he scored a hat-trick against Manchester United in the Manchester Derby. And that was his third successive hat-trick at the Etihad Stadium. I'm joined now by two of the greatest players that have ever played the game in England, John Giles and Liam Brady, to talk about Haaland and to assess, uh, or at least to get their assessment of him. John, this is sensational stuff. He seems like a fantastic lad. I saw his interview with Gary Neville before the match yesterday. Sky played it out. Modest, yeah. professional, self-effacing. But, my God, what a player. Oh, yeah, brilliant timing. Now, I mean, as you say, he's, 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 he seems to get on well with the rest of his yes. teammates, which is a good, always a good sign. I mean, you, you do meet some of the great players who don't get on so well. But yeah. he's, uh, he seems a good lad. He seems to be mixing in. Uh, he's doing his stuff on the pitch, which is the main thing. Uh, took his goals exceptionally well again. Uh, I, I couldn't say too much about him, Eamon, to be quite honest. Really, really good. Really yeah. good. And uh, Liam, you've played with great players. You're a great player yourself. But something about this young man sets him apart, even from other great players we've seen in the past. He just doesn't appear to have a flaw. That's right. He ticks all the boxes, Ivan. You know, yeah. good in the air. Uh, can go left side, right side. Got pace, got physique. <laughs> he really does uh, tick all the boxes, as I said. You know, he's a marvellous player. And he's playing in a team that's going to create him chances. Like, he's playing with some great players as well. Let's not forget that. Yes. Uh, you know, you got Silva. you got... Uh, Foden. Uh, not Silva, but... The, uh, no, no, not Rodri either. He's playing with De Bruyne and Foden and people <laughs> yes. like that. Hey, they're gonna give him, give him chances. And the Portuguese lad, um, uh, Bernardo Silva. Yes, yeah, he's terrific as well. So 
he's going to get uh, he, he's going to get the chances created by those guys, and boy, can he finish! Yeah, uh, John, is it too early to say the league is over and the Champions League uh, now is it has been for City the missing link, as it were. This is why Guardiola went there. It's why he went to Munich as well. And it's eluded him, but with Haaland scoring and playing the way he's playing. I mean, he's not just a goal scorer. He he, he leads a line. Uh, he set up a couple of goals, one for Phil Foden, uh, for example, and was very happy to do so. Is it fair to say that anything can happen in football, but this team does not look like it can be caught? They were short of two central defenders yesterday, Diaz and Stones as well. Yeah, well, they, well, they look great at the moment, Eamon, but as you say, we all say in football, you never know what's going to happen. You know, the most yeah. uh, amazing things happen in football. But at the moment, they, they, they look the best bet to do what uh, you think they can do. And yes. I, I would agree with that. But it's a long way to go. Yes, of uh, course, yeah. I mean, 10 games, yeah, I, only I know 10 you know games that, But at the moment, definitely, yeah. But and Foden is going to come on. And yes, you know, he's he's a real, I think he's the real McCoy as well. He's yes. not Haaland, but he's plays in a different position. But he's got a hat-trick as well, you know. Yep. So he's he's coming on well, and, and you mentioned uh, Silva in the middle of the pitch. I think he has to play for for um, for City in the middle of the field. He doesn't yes. play, he won't have none of them play all the time. And De Bruyne was brilliant yesterday. Um, yes. Definitely brilliant. I'm not a great fan of his most of the time. But his display yesterday, distributing the ball, really, really important passes. Uh, yeah, it was excellent. But you'd have to say, and I think he'll come to the Manchester United, Damon. I thought they were a disgrace yesterday. Yeah. Absolute disgrace. Yes. Anyway. I, no, I, I, I think it's important to say that. And also to say, like you, I've had reservations about De Bruyne in the past. But there seems to be an empathy between him, a telepathy, really, uh, between... Uh, De Bruyne uh, and Haaland, and a lot of Haaland's goals of the 17 he scored, uh, De Bruyne has set them up with those uh, very, very good crosses. And that's a very important thing for the team, that the relationship between them seems to work. Uh, and that's intuition, it's football now, but it's very important. Oh, totally, I mean. Yeah. You know, when you go back over the, the, the great teams of the past, Obviously, they've always had a great goal scorer, but somebody that delivered a ball. You got to Manchester United in the early days with Ronaldo. You had you had young Beckham and uh, Scholes, you know, delivering those passes yeah. as well as gigs. You know, somebody has to do it. Uh, you know, you, the, the, the great strikers have to be helped, as we know, uh, and yes. it's a really, really good combination. Liam, Manchester United, really, it was six-one. And then they got two late consolation goals. I think really City, I, I, I saw Pep on the touchline. He, he was actually kissing people. And it must be great, a, a joy for him to have this player who, whose buyout clause was 57 million from Dortmund, which is interesting. And again, shows uh, a cleverness and, uh, on his part. But Manchester United were very poorly, weren't they? Oh, yeah. As John says, they were, uh they were shameful, really, weren't they? You know, yeah. the effort they showed and the, the lack of professionalism and they were all over the place, I mean. Um But we, I think we predicted at the start of the season that, uh, you know, nothing was going to change at Old Trafford because of the the way things are run, you know? Yes. And, uh, 
you know, City City embarrassed them, didn't they? But I have to say, I mean, City are not top of the league. You just said City get will City get caught. Actually, they're yeah, yeah. No, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming to Arsenal, and I know you were at the stadium. I was at the Emirates. Yeah, yeah, I know you were, and we'll we'll come to them. What I want, I suppose, to ask you before we leave the Holland question aside, you've seen and played with, particularly in Juventus, great uh, strikers in the past, great players in the past. Where does this lad look as if he'll rank? Well, he's going to be the best of all time, I think, Eamon. I think yeah. he showed that really. At Dortmund, he he, uh, he he was banging in goals left, right and centre in the Champions League for Dortmund, who are not a great team. You yes. know, and now he's playing in a great team with all the guys you've, we've, we've just mentioned. So I think if he stays injury free, you know, that's, yeah, that's one thing in football that you just can't, you can't uh, predict, you no, know, if you're going to stay fit all the time. Yes. You could get a bad injury, you could get a bad knee injury or something like yes. that. And, and, and he, and he could be out for a long time, but no, nobody's wishing that on the, on the kid at no, all. No. You know, if he stays fit and strong, I mean, he's going to, he's going to break all the records, I think. Yeah, and please God, he will. Just let me stay with you, Liam. The Spurs-Arsenal match on Saturday, midday game. I fancied Spurs before the match, funnily enough. I thought there might be, uh, with Kane and Son in particular, they might do the Arsenal. But they didn't. And uh, I thought Arsenal were very good value for their result. They are top of the league at the moment, just ahead of City. But Mikel Arteta... I know you've had your reservations rightly because you can't be jumping in and proclaiming teams uh, too early in the season. But they, they have made a good start and they do, they do appear to have a bit of character in the side now that wasn't there before. Yes, I mean, character and confidence, um, you know, they don't look uh, fragile anymore. They look as if they fancy themselves to, to be anyone they play, really. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think Arteta's learned on the job over the last 18 months, two years. He's learned on the job and things have certainly improved. Yeah, even the guy, Shaka. Uh, yeah, uh, he's he, a hero, he, 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 <laughs> Well, no, you know, he's he, he somehow reinvented himself and, and uh, you know, you got to give Arteta credit for that. He's not yes. playing in that the deep line midfield role where he was always getting into trouble because of his lack of pace and getting making fouls and getting yellow cards and often getting a red card. Yeah, uh, he's playing much more forward now, and I think he's really enjoying this football. So I think that he's an example of what's going on at Arsenal. Everybody's enjoying their football. Everybody's going out and playing. You know. Yep. Now, if if you look at, if you look at Spurs, I've watched them. Uh, I must have watched them about four or five times this season, Evan, and they've got results playing indifferently. You yes, know? yes. Uh, Conte has managed to to you know get wins when they haven't really played that well, and they didn't show up at the, at the Emirates on on Saturday either. You know they yeah. were they were they were poor, really. You know, and Arsenal, and once they got ahead, uh, particularly with the lad getting sent off, which was. Uh, a big turning point in the game, but he was, it was such a stupid uh, yes. challenge yeah. uh, that he almost deserved a red card. Although uh, it wasn't that high, you can uh, people have seen it said, "Well, he should have already been a yellow." But it was such a stupid challenge that uh, you know the, the the referee sent him off. But Arsenal, 
Arsenal totally, uh, totally dominant. Um, uh, Spurs had a spell ten minutes in the in the first half when they scored from the when Kane scored from the penalty, and they they had a couple of half chances and things like that. But really, Arsenal were the better team, and you know uh, uh, they really are playing some good stuff. Um, and Martinelli and Saka on the wings, and Jesus up front has given us. Given it, given us a new dimension. Given us a new dimension. You know. Yeah. Okay. It was a scrappy goal that one that Loris made a mistake for, but he was there, wasn't he? And he yep. was he was sniffing around, hoping something was going to happen, or waiting for a mistake. And that's the sign of a great striker. So he's been brilliant as well. John, I think you agreed with me. I think possibly before the match that Spurs had a real chance. Um, you can deny that if you want, but <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't. No, I thought. Well, you were talking about the odds of three to one, and yeah, and I thought because I think Spurs are very, very difficult to beat, or had been before the weekend. I mean, National played really, really well, yeah, uh, and deservedly won. Uh, but I think what we were saying was, are they three to one? Yeah, you know, yes. But, no, Arsenal well deserved to win. They played. They, they outplayed uh, Spurs over the ninety minutes. Yeah. Um, and, know, and the, the transformation uh, of Xhaka, John, which Liam referred to, is, is actually, there is a positional switch there. He's playing wider yeah. and he's not so much involved uh, in the midfield stuff. This fellow, Thomas Partey, who scored the first goal, was a brilliant goal. Mm. I mean, he, he's yeah. come from Atletico Madrid. Uh, it's taken him a while to find his feet in the Premier League, but he played really, really well now. He's a very good player. Oh yeah, he's been he's been an asset to them. Yes. Uh, the, only, the, only, the only fear I'd have, I call it fear for us, is Gabriel. Uh, oh, I, I'm, yeah. not to, I'm not trying to spoil Liam's good 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 win, but I just I don't trust him most of the time. I mean, I think he's very hot headed. He's able to do anything, but that's the only fault I could see with Arsenal. I mean, yeah. the, 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 the against Manchester United a couple of few weeks ago, they were brilliant going forward, not defending very well. Now they're doing both, and they're top of the table, and deservedly so. So it's, it's especially going forward. I mean, they've got terrific players on the ball, and then Jack is doing his stuff, uh, as you say. He doesn't have that deep line, whatever he was before. Yeah. Where he's he's, he's uh, a bit of bit of madness could come in. I mean, he is a talented guy, but he is he is doing his stuff and he's keeping his head. So it does look good for Arsenal. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, Liam, the centre back I hadn't seen before, Salabar. Is he a player they've just bought? But he looked. I, I would no, agree no. with and they bought they bought him about three seasons ago where they had him on loan in France uh, for a couple okay. of seasons and the word is that Teta didn't really didn't really fancy him that much, you know. Right. But he came back in pre season and he's Arteta uh, stuck him in the team and he's really been tremendous. I agree with John about Gabriel. I think he's got yes. a mistake in him every match he plays. But Salabar's helped him enormously, you know. Yes. He's he's been such an asset. He's Big, strong, quick, uh, can play as well, come out with the ball. Uh, he's already got a couple of goals, I think, from set pieces. So he, he's, he's been a, like, like the, the signings, uh, I know he's, he, he was out on loan, but they bring him back in. So he's, he's been a huge plus for Arsenal. Jesus up front has been a huge plus. And uh, the Ukrainian left side midfield player or left Zinchenko, back, yeah, uh, Zinchenko it has been so. Those three guys have really improved the team, really improved the squad. And just let me ask you about Saka, Liam. He's in the England team. I think he's a really outstanding player. He could be a top player, but I don't, I don't, I haven't seen him as much as you've seen him. What do you make of him? 
He's very good, Eamon. Yeah, now, right. whether he's world-class or not, I don't He's very good. He's very useful. Both both him and Martinelli do their stuff on the wings. You know, they get past the full-back. They put good crosses in. They've got goals in them as well. Both of them can score goals. Yes. Um, you know, he's, he's a top player, but if you were to compare him to Foden, let's say, I'd say Foden's... Yes. Foden's got a bit more in the locker than him. You know, Foden is, is some player. But a really, really good player, uh, Saka is, Eamon. Uh, and, um, you know, the, it's, it's like everything else. If Arsenal are going to keep up this this title challenge this year, you know, I think Arsenal fans would be happy to get back into the Champions League, to be quite honest. Yes. Because they know how good City are, you know. Yes. Uh, so these guys need to stay fit. Saka, Martinelli, Jesus. I don't think we've got the strength and depth that Man City have, you know. No, but no, no. It's, it's no. great to see. It's great to see. And the Emirates is buzzing. The, the atmosphere is great. Um, you know, we've won six out of seven, I think. Yeah. Seven out of eight. Six out of seven. Now, that's some start to the season. Uh, uh, even under Arsene Wenger, I don't think they did that. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Right, John Liverpool former contenders I'd have to say they conceded three goals to Brighton at home they were 2-0 down at at one stage I watched the match I thought they were terrible John I, I at the back Trent Alexander and Virgil van Dijk were really really poor Firmino got a couple of goals and played well but Brighton came back and got an equaliser you know I I can't see where this Liverpool team is going at all I only saw the highlights, I mean, I didn't get yeah. it. I didn't get it live. Yeah. But um, well, obviously, even in the highlights, you could see the mistakes that they made. They did. They didn't. They weren't getting tight on people. Brighton deserved to win it. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they were a bit unlucky in the end. I mean, it looked like Liverpool had come back when they got back to two goals. All, all right, I mean, but they didn't look secured at all. 
And it's it's amazing. I, I was surprised the clock during the week, I mean, I, you know, we spoke yeah, about it. Yeah, on Friday. We, we spoke about it privately, just to explain to the listeners. Klopp gave his press conference on Friday and he couldn't understand what all the criticism was about, particularly the criticism of Trent Alexander-Arnold. And he said, you know, when you when we play the high line, this is by way of explaining how Trent is struggling. He said, when we play the high line, Trent is usually four or five yards ahead of everyone else. And that's why he keeps getting caught out. Now, I want your opinion and Liam's. My understanding and belief about, you know, if you're playing a high line is you all go together or you don't go together, but you don't have one guy four or five yards in front of the others. Am I wrong, John? No, well, the high line is a high line when everybody goes together, Eamon. Yeah. But what amazed me, especially in, the, in his comment, was that I can't see the criticism of everybody about Alexander yeah. uh, defending. Yeah. He said, I don't see it. <laughs> well, I mean, everybody can see it. I mean, even even on the, yesterday's match, I mean, or Saturday's match, yeah. Saturday, you know, he, 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 the first goal, he was all over the place. And any time, he's brilliant going forward. I know I keep saying that. He's brilliant going, everybody knows that. He's brilliant going forward. His distribution is terrific. But he doesn't defend well at all. No. And the fact that the manager is saying, well, I can't see that. I can't see why everybody's criticizing him for not not defending well. You know, and everybody can see. Well, that's that, the, that, John, the manager. That's it. Go ahead, Liam. That's that. That's probably why he, he's not improving in that respect, uh, yeah. Alexander Arnold. You know, Klopp is yeah. not. If he do, if he can't see that he's he's ball watching and he's letting his you know his man get in behind him and things like that. Yeah. Well, you're in trouble if the manager doesn't see it. Exactly, sure he, he doesn't see it. Then. I'm sure he'll see it. He said, "I don't know what the fuss is all about." You know what I mean? Well, it's anyway, crazy that's crazy comment. That's then. crazy that's comment. Yeah, I mean, the result of the match, it was 3-3. And the, the rate at which Liverpool are giving goals away is is, is shocking, really. Um, Liam, just let me run that by you. You've been everywhere. And again, in Italy, where the masters of defence. When you have a back four or a back three, whatever it is, if you're, if you're going to play a high line, if you're going to try and catch the other team offside, you can't have one guy three, four, or five yards in front of everyone else, can you? No, you play as a unit. You exactly. know, you have to be synchronized, know when to step out, and so forth, and things like that. Everyone must understand their role. They can, they can't be, you know, out of sync with one another. That's absolutely uh, essential. But uh, if you go back to why the Liverpool are having problems, I mean, they've got no legs in midfield anymore. You know, yeah. the, no. the guys are in there and. They they can run, but they, they they haven't got any pace about them, have they? Henderson no. and Milner, no. Fabinho, and even uh, Thiago. Uh, you know, I I think that's where it's all gone wrong for Liverpool. They they haven't really got uh, the midfield to to, to, uh, to challenge them in Man City. They're, they're way they're way off it there. Yeah, you'd be frightened for them actually if they do. You, do you know a guy and. Uh, John and Liam would like about it. I'll start with you, Liam. Virgil van Dijk has been, I think, acknowledged by most critics, including me anyway, uh, and I think all of us, as a, you know, a great player, great centre half, dominant, quick, great user of the ball. But he made some bad mistakes against uh, Brighton on Saturday. 
He looks like the wheels have come off as well. And he is, you know, in a, in a sense, the leader of the team right now. And that's surprising as well, John, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's gone through the side. I mean, I just watched, I watched the, the, the match today, and I think it was, uh, uh, Shears was, Shears was saying, Shirley uh, was saying that, uh, the first tackle, it showed Salah going out, you know, near yes. the halfway line, and just gave in. Yeah, he ran past the and, like. and, and he did it twice, you know, and yeah. if that got, if, I know he's a right winger and that, and he scores a lot of goals. But once you see that going through the side, or them happening, it's, it's, it's trouble. It's real trouble. Yeah. Like Liverpool just don't have that fire and ability when they don't have the ball to really chase down and they're not yeah. doing that at the moment and, and that's a basic I mean, and, 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 and Van Dijk is not doing his stuff either you know so that's what happens when with the goals against and that not playing well that's all part of the game and they, I don't know what it is with Liverpool I don't know why uh, there must be some reason to it that they're doing what they're doing at the moment haven't done all the great things over the last three to four years at least yeah. I just don't I just don't get it Eamon I think Liam has put his finger on one of the problems which is in midfield they probably needed to buy a midfield player at the end of last season actually just one point Liam about complacency and uh, believe in your own hype it can happen and there are to my eye there are signs that it has happened to this Liverpool team it's a hunger thing yeah, they don't seem motivated, Eamon. I don't know what it is. They're, you know, the one thing you could guarantee about top side over the first few years with them at Liverpool was the intensity of their yes. of their work rate and how they were all going to play for one another. But they're totally off the pace now. And Van Dijk is is the biggest example of all. I think yes. he might have his eye on the World Cup, Eamon. He might be saving himself for the World Cup for Holland. And, right. Um. Uh. He's he's. He doesn't seem bothered, does he? He doesn't seem no. bothered about no. how bad it is. I don't see him trying to, uh, you know, organise his defence, that back line. I don't see him shouting at people. He's, he's yes. just kind of shrugging his shoulders. Um, yeah. it's, it's, they're, in a poor, they're in a poor position, Liverpool, as regards uh, a challenge for the title this year. I think that's gone and um, probably just have to uh, concentrate on the Champions League. Yeah, and they won't get... Well, in the Champions League, because of the quality of opposition, we'll see how far they go, but they won't be challenging Manchester City anytime soon. Uh, John Leeds... Well, Manchester City haven't won the Champions League. No, no, no. Guardiola, you know. No, they haven't. And I'm and sure Guardiola would, sw- would swap for the Premiership this year yeah. for the Champions League. You know, <laughs> no, absolutely. He, he's, he's, not, he's not won the Champions League outside of Barcelona, so, yep. you know, that... Yeah, anyone can win the Champions League when it goes to the knockout. When I say anyone, yeah, you know, any four or five teams could win it. You know, so yeah. Um, anyway, football is a game of opinions. It is, and my opinion is, is that Haaland will be the guy who takes them all the way in that particular competition. John Leeds United. Yeah, anyway, before you go any further, yes. I'd rather win the league than the Champions League. Yeah, you said this before. Is that because it reflects? Consistency uh, yes. over a season. Yes, thirty-eight matches, I mean. And with, with what's happening in the recent times, with the Liverpool, uh, you know, challenge to, to City or that. Now, obviously, the, 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 the City fans would probably rather. Win. I'm just on as as, a, as an, an ex-pro. Yeah, I'd, you have to have 
in 38 matches, and there has to be a consistency of effort, getting points and that. Now, we got two good ones in the Champions League two years ago. He did, yeah. Right? He's sacked now. It's, like, just, it's, a, it's a knockout competition, Eamon. You know, there's only a certain yeah, amount yeah. of them. Of course, they're great teams, but the league is 38 matches, and you have to be doing it week in, week out, week in, week out. Right. And I think it's, it's, it's harder to do that than win the Champions League. That's, that's only a personal opinion. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think... A great club and a great team needs to confirm its greatness, if you like, by winning the Champions League. Liam, I differ from John on that. Yeah, well, you know, you look at Man City, they've won loads of titles and, and yeah. since the, the, the Arab owners come in and for them, the Holy Grail and for Guardiola, I reckon, yes. is the Champions League. You know, I understand completely what John's saying. But I think City and the Guardiola's won four or five titles, have they? Five, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, so he wants the Champions League and he wants to show people that he can do it at another club rather than, you know, when he yes. did it at, at Barcelona when he had Messi, Xavi and Iniesta. Yeah. John, let me ask you about Leeds United. You're trying to hoost the conversation away from Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. uh, home to Aston Villa yesterday. Yeah. They had a player yeah. sent off. I watched uh, a, a good bit of it. It was hard to watch, John. It was a poor game. What's happened? Have they lost the sparkle, or was it just one of those games? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not surprised at it, Eamon. You yeah. know, like they got a couple of matches early on in the season, and everybody gets carried away with that. You know, I think especially the manager gets carried away with it, and uh, like it was just a poor game, and you know, there was lots of fouls in it. The lad got sent off doing a stupid thing. Uh, what I find with the players now. If they give a stupid thing away, they're still carrying on at the referee. Like the Spurs lad was a, was a stupid tackle, wasn't he? Yes. When he was sent off, and and they're moaning and groaning at the referee. But anyway, getting back to Leeds, they didn't deserve to win. I don't think anybody deserved to win the match. Villa, Villa were, were, were just as poor as uh, as Leeds on the day. So the no score draw was about right for the day, I think. But, right. But I wasn't sorry to see the match finish. Just a final question, Liam, to you and to John, of course, about Wolves. They've sacked their uh, manager, Bruno Lage. He's been there since the start of last season. I watched him against West Ham on Saturday evening. I thought they played, they had a load of injuries. I thought they played really well, very bright, played great football, got beat in the end uh, because I think West Ham were able to find weaknesses that were there in their defence through absence. He's gone anyway, and uh, they don't mess around in the Premier League. There might be, there might be another one. There might be another one going tonight. Eamon, there's uh, not Spartans against Leicester. It could whoever comes out uh, <laughs> losing that match. If there is a loser, there could be another match. This is this is the Premiership. You know, the the Wolves fans were chanting, "You don't know what you're doing." Uh, yeah. uh, I watched uh, I watched that match on on, on Saturday evening as well, and uh, you know, once that happens, uh, you know. You know what's going to come. It's inevitable. The board are going to blame the manager, and out he, out he goes. You know the owners, should I say, not the board, the owners. Yeah, and when we get to this time of the year, John, in October, early November, this is the sacking season, isn't it? Because all the hope, yeah. all the hopes of summer, and all the optimism, and all the money spent, and <laughs> the results aren't coming. Uh, the boys in suits start to get uneasy. Yeah. But the funny thing with Wolves, I mean, they haven't been spending money. No. This is what I can't understand. They're a selling club. 
mean, they showed the other, didn't they, to Liverpool. Yeah, so Cody, which is a big mistake to Everton. Goodbye yeah. for Everton, yeah. Yeah, I think they've been untotally terrible to this manager. Right. Terrible. And the Chief would have gone in Costa. They got Costa in, didn't they? Oh, Jesus, yeah. Who you wants him? Costa? Who old is Costa now? 150. <laughs> he's you know what I mean? Tr- he's troubled, John. They're, they're blaming the manager. They're yeah. not giving them a chance. I think no. it's outrageous, to be quite honest. Absolutely outrageous. I mean, he's done a good job with them over the last few years. Really good job with them. And instead of in, they, they, backing him and getting players in, they're selling players out, and yeah. then they blame him for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, John and Liam, thank you very much for joining us this morning, and most particularly for talking so interestingly about Erling Haaland, who I think will change the face of the Premier League and maybe of Europe. And he doesn't have to go, lads, to the World Cup because Norway aren't in it. So while all the other lads are, are killing themselves, he'll, he'll be sitting at home with his feet up and ready to go again. He'll, he'll, be, he'll, be, he'll, he'll be practicing his uh, finishing, I mean. He will, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Liam. Thanks, John. Thanks to all of you for listening. Uh, that's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.